Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I'd like to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about the importance of surrendering. So what do I mean when I say surrender? You know, whenever I think of the word surrender, I immediately envision somebody just letting go and falling back. And I talked about this in one of my podcasts the other day about how important it is to just trust and let go and have faith. But this is a message that keeps coming up for me over and over again for my own personal self. And I know that it's a message that's coming up for many of you too. Because as many of you have said, when I talk about a topic, it's like you needed to hear it at that very moment. And how did I know that? And the thing is, when we travel in the, fam- in the same family tribe or family circle, soul family, I'm sorry, I don't know why I can't talk today. It's like the same lessons and topics keep coming up for all of us. This is such an important lesson because so many of us have to have control over every aspect of our lives. And I've had people recently reach out to me and say, I want to work with you because I have to have answers about this situation. And I totally get it because that's me too. Like if I had something coming up and I wasn't sure what to do, I would immediately want to go get a reading or go have something done so I could figure out, you know, what's supposed to happen or what's going to happen. And the problem with that is when we worry about what could happen or what will happen, we live in a constant state of anxiety because you're causing yourself worry over something that potentially will never happen. Because if you're worried about a relationship, okay, for example, and you want to know, is this going to work out? You're already thinking about all of the possible ways that it won't. And you're already putting your energy and your focus on why it could be a disaster. Whether you realize you're doing that or not, when you start jumping ahead and trying to look for all the possible things that could happen, you're placing your energy into a state of what if. And that does a few things. Number one, it will cause you to lose sleep. It will cause you to feel anxious and worried and be stressed all the time. And you will think of scenarios in your head that probably will never come to pass. Or you're thinking of scenarios that you are calling into being because you're sitting there focusing on thinking about that. So instead of saying, okay, I'm in this relationship and I'm enjoying this relationship, instead of focusing on the here and the now and the present moment and really focusing on what it is you like about the relationship or about the person, you're jumping ahead five years trying to think of, are we going to be together? Is this going to go anywhere? And I get that you don't want to waste your time. I understand that. But honestly, everyone who comes into our life comes into our life to teach us a lesson. And they're either here for a season 
or for a reason. So if they weren't meant to be in your life, you're going to know that. Like you're going to get signs. You're going to get red flags. I say don't focus on the negative. But when it's not meant to be, those red flags just kind of jump out at you. Even if you're trying to be positive and you're like, oh, I want to enjoy this relationship. When it's not working out, the universe will throw things in your face. And what I always say is, if this isn't meant for me, put up a barrier. That's what I always say. Put up a barrier, make it difficult, and I know that this isn't where I'm supposed to be. And that has always served me well in my life because what I know about myself is I try to be positive. And sometimes that has me staying in situations for too long. In my last relationship, there were red flags and I just tried to ignore it. But the thing was, it's not like I was, let me see how I can explain this in a way that makes sense. I wasn't trying to look for the negative. I was trying to just live in the present, but there were things happening in the present that were making me feel bad about myself. And that's your first clue to get out. When someone else isn't seeing your worth and is making you feel lonely, or like when situations arise, they always try to say it's your fault, or um, if they just don't have time for you, because, you know, again, that's not seeing your worth. You know, someone who really likes you will make time for you. And when those things aren't happening, those are red flags. And you can try to focus on the positive, but eventually the universe is going to pull the rug out from under your feet. You're going to have a tower moment and it's going to come crashing down and the universe is going to remove you from that situation. Because that's what happened to me. I didn't listen to my own intuition I knew that I wasn't being valued, and I knew that I wasn't happy. It was like, when we spent time together, I was happy, but when we were not, I was not, because I knew that I wasn't being thought of when we weren't together. If that makes sense, I don't know, if that makes sense. Anyway, I knew I was not valued or treated the way I should have been. So. I tried to make the best of it, and the universe was like, you stayed way too long. Why did you do that? So the universe actually took me out of that situation, and I'm glad. But I also learned a lot of lessons. And one of the things that I learned was that I needed to value my own self, and I needed to learn more about my own self-worth. And I also, it was a catalyst for me going through a spiritual awakening and saying, okay, How can you help others? How can you truly be on your path and be living up to your purpose, which is to help others heal? So that was my story. And for me, if I would have simply surrendered and not tried to control everything, because in a way, staying, I was trying to control the situation and say, okay, I'm going to keep going and keep working on this, even though I knew inside it was not working. If I had simply surrendered and listened to my intuition, I would have known that I needed to walk away. In the same way, let's say that you have a really good relationship going on. You can self-sabotage 
by trying to control everything or by trying to look ahead and seeing like, is he going to ask me to marry him or is she going to ask, like, want to marry me in a year from now or, you know, you put a timeline on everything and that's, unfortunately, that's the fault of society because we have this unwritten rule like you're supposed to be married and have children by this age and if you aren't or you haven't done that, then there's something wrong with you and that's so stupid. It's so dumb. There's not a time limit. You're not a gallon of milk. You don't expire. You have no expiration date. You can do anything at any point in your life. I think about the 90-year-old who wanted to um, run a marathon. Now, that will never be me. You'll never see me going, I'm going to run a marathon. I don't like running. This is not my thing. But hey, I might decide at 90 years old that I want to go back and get a different degree. I would never count myself out then. We do not have time limits. We don't have an expiration date. There's not a point by which you should have done X, Y, or Z. There's not. So when we get in this state of, I have to do this by this point, you're causing yourself worry and anxiety and you're also bringing about the ruin of your own happiness. Because if you're in a relationship and you're putting a timeline on everything, you're going to probably drive away the other person, number one. But you're blocking your own intuition, too. When you sit there and you go, okay, I have to know. I have to control this. I have to know. When you surrender and you just say, okay, I don't have to know everything right this second. But I'm going to live each moment I'm going to focus on the positive. And if things aren't feeling right, I know then that this isn't where I'm supposed to be. And you should never feel bad for taking a chance on love and getting hurt because that is not your fault. And you can be the perfect partner. And if your partner doesn't value you, And most of the time, I'm here to tell you that if someone doesn't value you, it's because they don't value themselves either. The issue is within them, not you. But if someone doesn't value you, it doesn't matter how perfect you can be to them. It's not going to matter. It will never be enough. And it's simply because that person doesn't value themselves. And we have to learn that lesson. We have to learn who we are and we have to learn our worth. You know, we have to learn to stand our ground and say, I'm not going to be taken advantage of by this person. I know my value. I know my worth. And I'm never, ever going to be with someone who doesn't see it again. And the thing is, you get into patterns in life So you may find that you're repeating the same patterns and picking the same people. And I will tell you, again, the reason you're doing that is because you need to see your own worth first. If you don't see it, how do you expect someone else to? You have to love yourself first. That's where it starts. 
And you can say, I love myself all you want, but we've talked about this before. You are energy. And the energy that you put out is what is attracting people. So you can tell yourself, I love myself, I love myself. If you don't really love yourself and you don't do the work, you may be saying one thing, your energy is saying something totally different. And that's why you're attracting the same guys. You have to work on that inner you. They say that beauty is, you know, true beauty is within and it's true. Your soul is what really attracts people. This thing that you're walking around in is just a shell. It's just a body. We all came with different ones. But our souls inside, that's really what counts. That's what matters. It's really truly who you are. Because when you leave this earth, your body is not going to come with you. It's just your soul and the essence of who you are. And that is what people are drawn to. And when you work on being your authentic, true self and who you really want to be, It's crazy the people you attract in your life. And you don't have to do anything to do it either. You really don't. You don't have to get on dating websites or do anything crazy. Because when you go out in public and you're enjoying your life, people take notice of that. And this doesn't apply just to relationships. But it applies to every area of your life. When you're having difficulties... So often, and I'm guilty of this myself, when a problem arises, we immediately look for, how can I fix it? I need to fix it. I want to fix it. And I was talking about this with Jay, one of my listeners, and he's like, you don't have to fix everything. And that's, honestly, that's been me my whole life. Like, I felt like, I had to be the fixer of everything. You know, I was a middle child. Even though I'm a twin, my sister was born with partial nerve deafness, so she wears hearing aids. So since she had a disability, she was always treated like the younger, you know, the baby. And I had a a brother who's four years older, so of course. And he's the only boy, so that made him different too. So being in the middle, I always felt like like a mediator of sorts. And I can remember whenever my brother left home and my sister, so my brother left home first, of course, to go to college. And then my sister left home, she got married, and I still lived at home because I was going to college and I wanted to save money. And I remember that when my mom would get into disagreements with my brother, with my sister, she would always like come to me like, for advice or what should I do or you know this is going on you know and she would always want to ask me for advice and then my sister and my sister still does this she'll call me and say well is mom mad like what did I do or you know and I'll have to it's like I'm a mediator and although I didn't necessarily pick that role or maybe I did um, it's the role that I have and what I've had for many years so for me When something happens, I'm always looking for how can I fix that? How can I make that better? 
And what I've realized, especially from Jay and, and Ginger and other people throwing my own advice back at me, which I always laugh about because I'm like, oh man, they're going to call me out. They always tell me, like they always say whatever I've said on the podcast, they throw it back at me, which I need sometimes. But he's like, you don't have to fix everything. You don't have to have all of the answers. And I know that, like my mind knows that, but I just go to that automatic role of I have to fix it. And especially when we're parents and things happen with our kids, we want to make it better, don't we? Because that was our job, right? They fall down. We kiss it and make it better, put a Band-Aid on it. That was our job. But as they get older, it's not our job to fix everything anymore. In fact, when we try to do that for them, we're actually robbing them of their own ability to figure out how to solve problems. And it's why we're seeing a lot of businesses say, look, the people we work with simply, they don't know how to solve problems. They, don't, they can't think outside the box and be a problem solver. And that's part of the reason why is we've become such helicopter parents. We want to fix everything for our kids. And I, again, was guilty of that. But sometimes you just have to say, okay, you know what? I surrender. I give up. And you know what? We can still pray for our kids. We can still send our kids positive vibes. Those of you that are healers, you can still send them Reiki. And I do that for my kids. But I can't fix everything. Even if I wanted to, there are things I cannot fix. I can't go back in the past and change things that happened. I can't go back and change the fact that they had to grow up with divorced parents. It just was a part of life. It was a fact for them. They came from divorced parents. And I can't change that. And even if I could go back and not divorce their dad, that would not be a good thing. So what I can do is love them, teach them coping skills, pray for them. But I have to learn how to surrender control because at some point they're going to grow up and not very long be out on their own and I won't be with them 24-7 and I can't fix everything no I'm not going to be able to fix so learning how to surrender is probably one of the greatest things you can do when we resist we're resisting what the universe wants to give us and the universe really does want to help us and we have a whole spiritual team and they want to give us guidance. But when we're so focused on, I have to know now and I have to have this now, we can't even see or hear the guidance we're getting because we're not focusing on the right thing. It's like we're hyper-focusing on I need it now. And the universe is saying to us, well, look, we're going to give you the information in due time. Sometimes we're not supposed to know the answer, and that's okay. And that's hard for some people. It's difficult for me. 
when I don't know the answer, I get very frustrated. Like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to know the answer to this. But we're not always supposed to know the answer. And here's why. If you knew the outcome of every situation, you would react differently. And there are certain lessons that you're supposed to learn. If you don't learn them, if you avoid the lesson, you're going to have to repeat it. So it's important that you go through the things that you need to go through. And you don't have to have all of the answers. You don't have to fix everything. The universe is saying, let go, let go of control. We've got you and we've got this. So when you feel like you're in one of those moments where you're like, I need to know, I need control. And you can, you know how that feels. You get tense, like, oh, I need control. Take a breath, take a moment and just talk to your team, either in meditation or in prayer. You know, just say what you need. Be honest, you know, look, here's what's happening in my life and I don't know how to fix it and I'd really like some help. Even if all that they can give you is peace of mind, you know, just some sort of reassurance knowing that it's going to be okay, it's going to work out and that they're taking care of you. Sometimes that means more than anything else. And I absolutely had days where I worried about my children and I stopped what I was doing to send some Reiki or positive vibes to them or ask the angels to go be with them. I truly believe in that. And if you feel like there's nothing you can do, well, you can absolutely do that. And... My mentor talks about a time when she was she was doing a healing session with a woman who was really concerned about her son. He was struggling in school and struggling with depression. So they called in Archangel Michael to go and be with him while he was at school. And her son came home and mentioned that he just felt different. And we can totally do that for them. I've had people do that for me, you know, they've said, oh, I sent you healing energy and I totally felt it and felt different afterwards. And you don't have to be a person who is a licensed Reiki practitioner or whatever to send someone healing thoughts, vibes, or energy. All you have to do is ask to send it. It's all about intention And our team hears us and they want to help us. But when you surrender, that's where your peace comes back to you. Because you can't control everything in life. And you don't know the answers to everything and you wouldn't want to know anyway. So the universe is asking you to trust, have faith, and let go. Simply surrender. And when you do, you're going to truly feel the difference. There's no stress, no anxiety, because there's no need. When you understand who you are, that you're truly loved, valued, 
You're protected. There's no need to worry. Well, I want to thank you for listening. I pulled a card for you, which, no surprise, it's when I think I've surrendered, I surrender more. And that's so true. We think we let everything go. We realize, like, we're still holding on to control in certain areas of our lives. It's so important for you to just let go. Let go and let God. Absolutely the truth. Well, I want to thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please share it with others. That helps me to spread my message of love and healing to as many people as possible. Please subscribe. That also helps people find me. And if you wouldn't mind leaving me a review from wherever you're listening, I would be so, so happy. That is just an amazing thing that you can do for me that really only takes a little of your time and energy, but it gives so much back to me because when people look up reviews, they think, oh, well, I want to see this podcast or listen to it. So I appreciate that. If you want to follow me on social media, the um, links to all of my social media um, accounts are in the description to the podcast. And if you want to subscribe to my website, if you go on the homepage, scroll all the way down about the middle of the page, there's a subscription. Um, it looks like an envelope. When you subscribe, you'll receive a free morning and evening meditation. That's just my gift to you. I want to thank you for being here with me. Um, don't forget, you can continue to join me on the Facebook Lives. I've started doing those once again, where I do free card readings. And I also... Um, will pick people who, if you can't be there live and you let me know you were there to watch the replay, I pick people for a free reading then too. So I hope you have a fabulous day. I am sending you guys so much love and light and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.